All right. Welcome, welcome back to Convos with Sister Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger. And we are talking about all things living your best life. So we're talking about finances, we're talking about being an entrepreneur, being um, a mom or a dad, or you know, juggling so many hats. And so you guys want to stay tuned with us weekly as we interview different people or just have insightful informative or empowering uh podcast for y'all today i have an amazing guest named chantra and she's going to tell you a little bit more about her but i'm super excited because i reached out to her um a few weeks ago just kind of in my transformational stage of like you know um closing my bookstore to figuring out what's next right um but we met you know over the summer and you know, like which we can talk about how we met too and what platform um, is, you know, allowing amazing women who have their own businesses, you know, succeed or excel in that platform. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's welcome Chantra. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor. Awesome. 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 Okay. So tell us a little bit about you. All right. Well, like she said, I am Chantra. I am a board certified holistic health practitioner. I also have a specialty in holistic nutrition. My approach is to help you figure out what trauma you're going through on your outside life and connect it to your nutritional habits to help you feel better and heal from the inside out. Oh, I love that. I love it. So holistic and mental well-being and health and did you say fitness or no no well not really fitness per se but I do promote body movement because in order for you to expel that trauma within your body and within your core you have to be able to incorporate some type of movement to allow that energy to flow right okay and so when we talk or when you talk about trauma and how food and or wellness comes into play how does that work out because I when I think about food and trauma, I see a lot of us, uh, instead of, you know, working out or focusing on things, we're eating a whole bunch of random stuff that's bad or, you know, drinking all the time or, you know, so like, how does that trauma, how do you transfer that trauma to a more positive outlet? Okay. For, so for instance, this is a part of something from my personal journey. Um, I experienced my first trauma about four, four or five years ago, right before COVID hit. Um, I lost my grandmother. That was my first experience of feeling trauma. Death was something that never really came across my life growing up as a child. My family kind of just protected us from it, right? They didn't feel like that was something that a young soul needed to experience growing up. But when my grandmother passed, um, I didn't know what to do because I've never been in that situation to lose someone. Um, and she was my rock, my foundation. So my first experience with trauma and food, because I started to slip into a depression, I started to kind of cut back on my food intake because I was hurting. Um, after my grandmother passed, it literally was like an episode of trauma, literally three, four months back to back to back. I lost my grandma. I lost my dog. 
I lost uh, my first child and miscarried. My mother-in-law passed. And this was all within like three month time spans. And I didn't know what to do, right? I didn't have that a, a real strong support system to help me through the emotional trauma because as African-American family, what are you supposed to do? Just sweep it under the rug and you keep it moving because you got to keep strong. You got things to do. You got people to take care of, right? But I was stuck in this emotional state of feeling lost, especially with physically losing something from my own womb. I just stopped eating. And that was the first experience of trauma related to food. Um, it felt more beneficial for me at that moment to just not eat, not pay attention to it because eating satisfied my soul. Eating made me feel good. Eating gave me energy. And I didn't want to feel any of those things at that moment. So that's how I relate trauma through food. A lot of times unconsciously, we go through things in life and we don't even realize that we're relating it to what we're doing when it comes to what we're putting in our mouths. Oh yeah, that's real. That's so good. Um, so that's awesome because one of my questions is like, why this particular outlet? So, you know, uh, food, wellness, nutrients, like getting that, like, so my, what I'm doing, I'm transitioning into being more of like a creative wellness coach where my, um, you know, outlets will be like art or journaling or, you know, that type of outlet, but you chose food. And so why did you choose food? Do you think, is it because you were kind of not eating because of that trauma or? Well, food was something for me because I lost two important people in my life as elders. Um, and that's how we got together. Food, holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or just every Sunday dinner, you know? So those are memories that I have with both of those lovely women in my life at that moment. And to not have them anymore, it kind of took that, that structure away from me. Um, so I backlashed. And then on top of losing my first child, um, why would I want to eat? Why, why would I want to feel satisfied? Why would I want to keep living at this point, right? Because the pain hurts so bad. I I look at it as a way, well, not look at it as a way. I used it as a way to punish myself from the loss that I, I felt. And because that's something that's so dear to me, that togetherness, that wholesomeness, I, I decided to take it away because my mental state was so bad. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love it. Okay. That makes sense. And I like that you had that like epiphany or that, I mean, it, you didn't have it during the process, but afterwards. So maybe tell me a little bit about like how you got out of that. So one day I was sitting at work. Um, I used to be a reception manager at this uh, holistics place in California where I used to live. And um, I kind of took this job at this moment in my life because I was going through that pain, right? I didn't want, I've always been in a position of higher authority, some type of higher power within a corporation, running the show. Um, and I didn't want that responsibility anymore. I wanted to sit in my sorrow. I just wanted to work, go to work, clock in, not have any responsibilities and leave. And I found that position. But at the same time, I also ended up getting promoted. So I had to bring myself back into that role and during this time, my grandmother was gone. And I remember her saying to me, you can't run away from your greatness. You can't run away from the things that you're meant to do. You're always going to be put in a position to, to 
achieve those goals because that's what you are here for. That is your purpose. That is your mission. So I couldn't run away from the leadership, right? Couldn't run away from the responsibility. But I noticed that I also started to get really angry within myself. And I was snappy with people. I had attitudes with people. Everything was just horrible and wrong for me. So I was sitting at work one day and I decided, you got to, now's the time, right? Everything's starting to aggravate you. Everything's starting to get on your nerves. And again, I always will quote my grandmother. She would say, when you won't pay attention to your universal signs and the signs that God is trying to tell you and take you to, things will start happening around you to shake you up, to make you move, right? And all these things started happening within my work career that it just started to bother me and make me feel uncomfortable. So I knew it was time to make a change. But in order for me to make that change, I had to fix my mental state and I had to nourish my body so I could receive the clarity that I needed to move on in life. So that was the first starting point of realizing you got to snap out of it. Everybody needs you. Your children need you. Your husband needs you. Your family needs you. But where does that come from? And instead of running away from the pain and instead of running away from the guilt that I felt, I decided to face it for the first time in my life and really sit in that emotion and sit in those, those memories and really ask myself impactful questions to figure out why I still felt this way. Why am I still carrying this hurt this for this long? And what do I need to do to get out of it? So that was the first start of changing my mind, my mindset. Um, I had to do the work and face my ego. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, because you can only sit in something for so long. And I was going to say a bad word, <laughs> you know, <sit laughs> your own for so long until you're like, okay, this is horrible. Um, yeah. Smell, it's reeking, like it's coming through my pores. It's all of that. And you just have to figure out how to like, maneuver through it right um, right yeah and, and it's not easy it definitely is not easy but finding you know something that connects with you so like like I've dealt with a lot of trauma a lot of you know things in my life too and then I went to art as a way of create like healing and so I actually have a book called the art of self-care where you use like art techniques or creative techniques to you know, process, you know, emotions, feelings, events, and all of that. Um, and so I definitely, I plan on taking that route as far as like my creative wellness uh, coaching. Mm -hmm. um, and so I know you empower women, you know, not just through food or, you know, just, but like you're, you're empowering them through what type of services? What are you, what are you doing? So my services, um, I finally have figured out. I, it took me some time. <laughs> I had a lot of different services that I was offering, just trying to test the waters. I finished school. I was super excited to just offer so many things. But now the way that I'm doing it for the women that are coming across in my life, we start with figuring out your why. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like you need to make a change nutritionally? Uh, emotionally and spiritually it's wellness is the whole round bubble right because that's the approach that I had to take I had to work on nutritional intake my mental intake my spiritual self I had to figure those things out so I take you through that journey first we just go through just answering questions uh, you know why are these changes important for you what's any trauma have you recently experienced are you comfortable with talking about that trauma 
and then giving you tools to kind of start working through that process. From there, we start looking into your nutritional intake. Food journaling is super important. Um, while I while I was going through my nutritional setbacks, I started to realize that certain foods were the reason for why I was feeling the way I was feeling, right? Which dived deeper into health issues that that started to become un, unrevealed that I didn't even know I had. Um, so we go through this slow process because we really need to figure out what part of your body are you feeling blocked? Where is that energy being stuck? And how can I help you change it and release it through proper nutrition, through proper uh, nutritional intake and vitamin intake. From there, we go through a hair and sample mineral test. This is gonna dive deeper on a cellular level, not just a blood level, a cellular, your tissue, your hair has been with you for the longest. It expels what's happening from inside out. So we figure out what your ratio levels are, what you're deficient in, what you might be elevated in. I create a custom vitamin plan for you based off of your numbers. And I also align that with a custom three month nutritional plan for you, for your levels. At the end of this, we can retest to see if anything has adjusted. We can keep going on with the program. By then, if you are feeling comfortable, then I let you go. And I'm always here in your corner to guide you, hold you accountable. It's not about money for me, right? It's about building relationships and teaching others that you control the outcome of your life. Right. A lot of people sit in their sorrow for way too long. And you only have to just, you have to just make the decision to want to be different and want to change. Trust me, I've been there. I've been the lowest that I've ever could feel. And it wasn't until I decided to change is when change started happening. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 I agree. And so like, I don't know, so I'm spiritual. Um, I am a believer, Christ, all of that. And so like, you know, there's so many things that shift in your mind that like direct your path. Like if you believe in something, then that's really gonna happen. So like I, I have, you know, interacted with a lot of people who have been negative for like all their life and always something negative and always something negative happens to them so like I'm just like you gotta change that mindset mm -hmm. um, and it's it can be definitely it can be hard because some people um were not raised in that type of environment but then it's like you hit an area or an age where you are in control of what happens to you or how you, um, you know, deal with certain things, um, but that's up to you. So you just have to decide. Um, and so many people just kind of want to, they want to, you know, sit in there, you know, their funk and just deal with that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so real quick. All right. So awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. Um, so with your clients do you call them your clients or do you I call them my uh CMS warriors okay awesome and tell okay warriors tell me a little bit why you say warriors so warriors because that's who I am right I am a warrior in everything that I do in my life I'm a warrior mom a warrior boss a warrior friend because you're constantly fighting through to get to the things that you need to do right mm -hmm. you're fighting daily with your thoughts you're fighting your children daily with getting them to do things like you have to put on and of course again my grandma 
she always would tell me, you have to put on your full body of armor to face the world, to face yourself. So because I, I grew up hearing that all the time, I'm just already attached to wanting to be this super empowering warrior goddess, right? Because that's what we all are. But when you don't feel that inside, you don't reflect that on the outside. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So cool. Definitely. Um, tell me a little bit about some like amazing warrior stories that you've experienced. So one story, I had a warrior client and they were going through a lot of traumatic stuff within their, their inner family dynamic. Right. And it was relating. Well, it was trickling over into nutrition. They started to feel like they couldn't eat, uh, choking, uh, just tightness, um, loss of appetite, mental fogginess. And they were thinking at that moment that it was related to something that they ate. They experienced a bad um, eating experience where they almost choked and they couldn't tolerate it anymore. So they already triggered their mind to be scared to want to eat. So after observing their family dynamic, I started to ask more deeper questions when it came to how are things going with the family? Like, how's the relationship going? What are the routines like? And if they experienced any recent loss and come to find out they did, they did experience some recent loss. They lost both of their parents at the same time. And that was that choke moment that they felt because they didn't go through the process of mourning, they kind of just skipped along, went straight back to work and that was it. So we started during that process. Let's talk about what that felt like. Let's talk about why you're still holding on to it and how that's relating to your food. And going through that process with them, they were able to change a lot of their own personal family dynamic, which resulted in healthier eating habits because now the family's getting together to eat because they all want to be together, right? Before, no one wanted to be around each other. No one wanted to sit at the dinner table together. And it was going through the mental, the mental setback of grieving loss and how they related that to their food, how they related that to working. Instead of taking time throughout the day to stop to work, to, to eat, they would just work through the whole day. So you see how trauma ro rolls over into your nutritional intake. When you're mentally blocked by something, you're gonna just keep doing whatever it is to make you not think about it. And you're gonna neglect yourself. So now they are a happy family. Mm -hmm. They have able to fix their inner dynamic. They have healthy family routines, personal routines. They all eat together. They were able to change their eating um, their eating patterns. They went from eating a traditional diet, which was high in fats and oils and fast foods to a more wholesome diet, more mindful diet. And now they're starting to feel better. So for me, that was a success story because I took them back to that, that loss stage and allowed them to face the morning so that they can go through to fix themselves so that they could be a better person for their family. Another success story uh, my own personal mother. My mom has lupus and I've been able to help and coach her through her grief and loss of losing her mom, which is my grandma, and she is now in remission. So it all determines on how you relate the things that you're going through in your life 
and what you can do on the outside world when it comes to your food to feel better. You have the choices, but if you don't know what to do and how to do it, you're just going to be lost and stuck in that moment. Right. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I will, I'm like a testament to food and how it changes everything. So like being when I was teaching um, and I was not being the best, like, so when I would be vegan for a while and, you know, just eating fast food sometimes and like the pat the last three years of teaching I developed stomach ulcers I was always in pain always sick leaned over and my students would be like what's wrong and so eventually they learned my um my they're like you need to go to the bathroom you need to do this and all that uh I got something in my eye um and so I was just like man there's a lot and so I knew that there was a lot of stress happening from teaching and mm-hmm. not so much as the kids, but just like the whole lifestyle of being a teacher is a lot. Um, and so I just, and I lost my hair, I had patches falling out. Um, and so there was a lot. So I knew I was neglecting, you know, eating healthy, but I also was not eating, you know, you know, eat, not eating. I would just go home, eat popcorn, drink some wine and go to sleep and do it all over again. Um, so my whole body was just like readjusting to just mm-hmm. or m- just kind of like not readjusting, but just like telling me I need to get something together. Um, right. Then I quit. I stopped teaching. And then I was feeling a lot better. So I was eating better. And then I started I had this bookstore and then um, I stopped eating again. Like I would eat horribly, like I would eat fast food. I would, you know, I was being vegan, but I wasn't eating the healthy vegan type stuff. And so I'm not vegan, but I try to stay away from certain things because I know my body reacts to mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Um, and so like I I started getting those ulcers again, the pain in my stomach. So I was drinking Alka-Seltzer and Pepto-Bismol. And so I, lit- so I, I literally closed my store um, completely about what? last Tuesday, I think was my last day. But once I made up my mind of saying that I'm going to let go of this store, my whole body changed. Like I stopped having to take Alka-Seltzer and I was like, I haven't had no pain in my stomach, you know? And so I'm like, I know that was a stressor. And I know because of that lifestyle, you know, I would eat horribly or not eat or just be off with everything. And so I've been feeling really good. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I mm-hmm. try to figure out how my, I guess my, what I need to figure out is like, even if I have to be in a stressful, you know, environment, how do I make sure I don't feel horrible? And so I do know that I just need to make sure that um I, um you know, prioritize, you know, my, my food, my food intake and we just probably have to get up early or, you know, but hopefully I don't have to enter any type of, you know, establishment where I'm stressed again, but I'm feeling a lot better. I definitely yeah. have some more energy, but yeah. that's good. And a lot of times too, you also have to realize that's your body telling you that what you're doing in that moment is not aligned with your soul and your purpose. Mm-hmm. So the more you fight it, 
the more sick you're going to be because your body is telling you, girl, wake up. This is not it. This is not what you want to do. You know it. You feel it in your core. You know it in your mind and you know what you want to do. So why aren't you doing it? So it's almost like you have to stop fighting yourself. That's where you have to separate your ego from your spiritual self. Your ego is what everybody, in my opinion, your ego is what everybody sees in your reflection to the world. But your spiritual self, that intuition, that's you inside. What you feel, what you think, what you want, what you, your desires, right? When we start living in that self more than our ego, our life is a little bit more easier. It's a, it's a lot happier. When it comes to that client that I was talking about, when they felt like they couldn't eat because of the choking, well, that was because they weren't, they also was not expressing how they felt. So how can I internally take something if I won't vocalize how I'm feeling, yeah. right? So that's that blockage. Um, it shows up in your body. So it's also really important to learn what these symptoms are, where are they, what they relate to. When I start getting really stressed out and start work, because we all do, right? I'm not perfect. When I go through my stress phase, my stomach digestive system is out of whack, right? I'm in pain. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to eat. And it's only because at that very moment, what I'm doing, what I'm working on, I'm not aligned with. I'm just doing it because it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. The moment I let it go, the pain goes away. If you recognize where you are hurting in your body, you'll also be able to recognize what emotion you're holding on to, right? My pain is usually in my spleen. Well, that's worry. I'm a worrier. I worry all the time, right? Because that's just, I always want to make sure everything is good and perfect. But I'm, I'm learning to teach myself, you got to stop worrying about it. If this is something that you want, you express it to the universe in that way. And now you wait for that energy to get called to you because your words have power. What you say out of your mouth, you can have, yeah. but it's, do you believe it? Are you physically aligned with it? Is your mind clear? Is your body clear? Are you alkaline? Are you ready to receive it? And if you're not, it'll come and it won't stay. So it's like a, it's a give and take of nutrition, spiritual self, and your mind. Yeah. With hence the holistic title of yours. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I love that. Cause I know some people only focus on certain things when they are working with people and you know, the, it's just kind of more of like a band-aid or just like, mm -hmm. let's, let's just get a, you know, a quick fix, but then over you know, time it comes back. And so I feel like what you're doing is uh, going to be like, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, an ongoing thing, like it's a whole mind, holistic change that is going to be implemented for the rest of their lives. Because I'm like, once you have experienced this type of like change, you're going to, you're going to hold on to that. And always remember that, always go back to it. Because <clears throat> for me, like going back to creating, I'm like, okay, so something in the whole creating did like a breakthrough for me. And so I remember being in class teaching and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home so I can create. Cause I'm like, that was like my healing. And you know, you want to stay healed. So you have to go back to what helps you. And you just, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's a constant it's a constant work it's like a work wheel of your yeah. whole self like you constantly have to keep doing it you constantly have to keep checking in on your mental and how you're feeling like 
yesterday I was just having this conversation with my husband. Um, I still feel grief, right? From the loss. Like I, I lost a couple of years ago and then I recently lost in August. So it's like just boom, 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 boom. But this time it was different because I elevated myself from the last one. So I didn't stay in that morning for too long, but you still have triggers, right? You still are going through it. But I can acknowledge that it's not the, oh, why me kind of grief. It's just a, my soul feels empty. My, you know, I feel lost a little bit and I'm still working through it. As long as you can acknowledge the, the things that you need to change, you're on the right path. You can't do it overnight. It's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to, you're going to have times where you bounce back and you fall. But what is the, what matters the most is what you do when you are in that moment and how long you allow yourself to stay there. That's when you know you've grown. Yep, indeed, indeed. That bounce back, like how quick can you bounce back? And I learned that in my last marriage. Um, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my bounce back was hard. Like I could yeah. not get over things. It took me a long time. And so now I'm in this relationship that is so much more healthy and <clears throat> loving, but there'll be things that will happen, you know? And then like just yesterday, like we, bless his heart. Cause he is <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he kind of like, just is like, not um you know not like what is that why am i having a hard time with my words today um english teacher what is it okay so anyways sometimes he does not think about things outside of just his right there what's happening and i think that's most men they don't they don't have this huge like, it's not the the overall picture yeah. it's just the, the, the straight tunnel now yeah. this is what i see and this is it yeah <laughs> And so he was in tunnel vision yesterday and I'm just like, you had no idea. And so I kind of got irritated and annoyed. And so we had our little, you know, we didn't, we don't fight or anything like that. We talk and get things through, but I, I'm like, okay. And my bounce back was a lot quicker. It was less than four hours. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took me days and days. And I'm like, oh, but, oh my gosh. And yeah, just having to deal with people and then those traumas that are similar, but with different, like, like relationships, like romantic relationships, that's hard, especially if you have experienced like a horrible, you know, traumatic type of relationship. And now all of a sudden you have a really good one, but there's similar, like, there's some things that it, it just, it's just a thing. But it's like, eh, is that the same? Is that the red flag? But it's like, so now you're overthinking, overanalyzing things. So that's my thing that I'm, I'm working on with my relationship. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You just have to spend time trying to figure out why. Why are those things still triggers for you? Yeah. And if it's still a trigger for you and is related to something in the past, then you have to take the time to end that contract with yeah. that person and let let it go so that you can continue on and keep receiving the good things right. every time you go through something where you take a step back it does pull you back a little bit you know and you got to work back up 
to where you were. And that's okay. It's a part of life. It's a part of growing. But it's the things that you physically think, feel, and say to yourself that matters the most on how fat, like how soon you'll be able to get up out of that, you know? Awesome. All right. And so we had a meeting maybe what, three weeks ago? For Yeah, bit. about that. Yep. Yeah. And so you were helping me like process what would be my next steps, like my transition and all of that. Yes. So I was just like, I have to wait until I close the store and clean up house. And so I kind of cleaned up house. Like I'm out of the store. I do feel a lot better than I was. Like there's, there's a lot of you know, open space now. I don't feel a lot of weight on me. Um, and so then things started popping into my head. So I sent you a text. I was like, Ooh, what about the creative wellness coach? And so I've been, so I, I do journaling. I do, I've taken, I have like a certification in therapeutic arts activities and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, I really want to help, you know, women and children and men, um, if they want to, um, right process life through creativity um and so I I mean I've done classes you know I've had classes over the past few years and I was doing them right before COVID happened and then COVID happened so I wasn't able to do my in-class you know things but I didn't do it virtually either so because I was just like how do I do this like how and so I never but now I'm like "I, I can do this I can do this and so like the journaling has been coming up and just you know, processing. And then um, I'm like, maybe I can do this. Like I can do, you know, creative activities for people to help them process. And I'm by no means am I like a therapist or anything like that, but I can, you know, cause I went through a lot of trauma and all my, you know, healing, well, not all of it was like through the creative outlets that I had. Um, and you don't even have to be an artist. You don't have to, you know, you just have to just create like you're not making a masterpiece for the world to see it's for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. What do you suggest on that? What are your thoughts? I like it. I really like that idea because it gives people another way to express themselves. If they're afraid to verbally express themselves, that's usually a lot of the, the setbacks with people. We want to tell people how we feel. We want to let go of the pain and the trauma, but we just don't know how mm-hmm. most people think you have to talk. Right. Some people are not talkers. I'm learning how to talk about it, which which took me such a long time to want to be vulnerable with my community and my and my warriors because I'm not a talker. Surprisingly, I'm very to myself. But in order for me to fully heal, I need to express what I'm what I'm feeling in a verbal kind of way. Right. Some people do it through art. Some people do it through music. Some people through it, do it through dance. Whatever you have to do to heal your soul is what you have to do. So I think that is a beautiful thing for you to do and to transition to for a business because you're going to be able to help a lot of people, especially children um, in the state that they're in now with COVID and the opening and closing of schools and all this madness, like that's an outlet for them on a deeper level because children express how they really feel through art. We see it as parents, right? You see it as a teacher. When a a student draws something, you might question it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that is a beautiful way for an individual to allow their soul to heal. I'm super excited to see what you come up with because I want to do it too. Like 
teach me how to do it. I'm all down for it, you know, and then vice versa. I can share your, your passion, what you're doing with my, my clients, my warriors, right? Because it gives them another outlet to express themselves. So I think that's amazing. You and you just gave me a whole little if like I'm like oh what you just said just gave me a huge little nugget and I, okay. yeah write it down write it down you like, yes <laughs> yes and journaling is super important I'm big on journaling I journal um I created a, a special kind of journal for my my family uh -huh. I call it the family the Osborne family binder <laughs> and we kind of go through questions like we have a thinking journal where what are you what are you feeling today why are you feeling this way how do you want your day to go how do you think you can do it who can you connect with to make them feel important and appreciate it what does that look like how much time right those are things I'm trying to teach my kids because we don't always have to be fighting right you choose yeah. to fight mm -hmm. you choose that energy everything is a choice is what I'm trying to express to everyone that's around me and then we have a habit journal if I had to talk to you about it twice, the third time you're writing it down and now we need to fix, we're not, now we need to figure out how to improve the habit, right? And, um, and then of course, a, a food journal whenever we start feeling unbalanced. But those are the steps that I take for my family. So journaling, I, I can't wait to see it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And one of the things about it, like, it's not a brand new thing for me. I've been doing it. And so I think I just need to package it in a way that's like, okay, let's do this. And not just like a hobby type thing. Right. I'm excited about that. Um, and get back to my classes. Cause I love teaching. I just, the classroom setting and teaching English just was not for me. Um, mm -hmm. I want to teach and help people. Um, mm -hmm. so the rest of the day, we'll be planning that and getting things organized. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm here in your corner to help you out, figure out those ideas. Um, so I can't wait to see them. I can't wait. Yes, well, thank you for helping me like process. Um, and so I'm super excited. So real quick, so how did we meet? We met on this app called West 10th, right? Yes, we met on the app West 10. So I I also too work from them. I'm a community manager for West 10th. It's one of my passions. I absolutely love it because I get to connect with amazing women and help them grow their business. Prior to myself, prior to starting my personal business, I was an operational manager for a corporation. So I've always been in leadership, coaching, developing people, kind of decided I don't want to do this for corporations anymore. I want to do it for individuals, show them that they have really great potential and help them pull it out. So I juggle my business and West 10th. Um, but I love it because I can do this, meet with amazing women, help them find what they're looking for, teach them about wellness at the same time. Um, so you were one of my direct contacts and I reached out to you to talk to you about your, your bookstore at the moment in which you told me that it was going to be get ready to close. And then I expressed to you, well, you know, it's not the end. You can always figure something else out. Let's build another business for you. And then allowed you that time to go through that journey to release your what you were currently going through and kind of start getting back into the creativity making sure I checked in with you see how things were going be that support system um so yeah I'm super super thankful that I was able to meet you through this amazing community it's an app built for women 
who are small business owners and we're about community. We want to see you win. We want to see you grow and, and be successful. So that's why I'm a part of, of the company. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So West 10th is amazing. I got a few people on there, you know, to start selling their products. Um, and so because I, I did change my West 10. So now I'm folk, I'm gonna add some stuff more, but right now, like content services, like helping businesses write blogs or, you know, emails and stuff like that. And so that's one of the avenues. And then also kind of just, you know, the journaling, um, the creative wellness coach. And so, because I love writing, I'm like, I can, you know, give you my services while you pay for them. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and so, cause at first I was just focusing on products and I was like, you know, I, 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 I am not like a seller seller. And so I'm like, but I want to, you know, help people. And I feel like mm -hmm. services are a lot more profound and lasting um, than just a product. Right. Um, and products are cool too. Cause I make products. I made these earrings. So I know I keep looking at your earrings. <laughs> So cute. I made those. Um, okay. Thank you. So I do still make products and I'll do like markets and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm still in that transitional, you know, phase or not phase, but like place where yeah. I have to, you know, hone in on some things. So I'm excited to take, you know, my listeners on this journey as well, because, you know, transition is it's like a lifelong thing. It's not gonna be over and you're done because life continues to grow unless you're just stuck in your house, not growing, not moving, not doing anything. You're going to have to go through transitions, whether it be loss or, you know, new, getting married is a huge transition and that whole lifestyle, um, those dynamics can be really, you know, it's a huge change. Mm -hmm. uh, and so just the whole, you know, the journey, the process, the, the, that I really want to start appreciating the journey and the process rather than just trying to get through it and get to the next step. And Right. Right. Yeah. Allow yourself time to, to live in that moment for sure. While you're transitioning into something new, which is fine. That just means you're elevating yourself in life. You're getting closer to your true purpose and what you're supposed to do. I feel like everyone is, has something within them that they can serve other people with. It just takes some time trying to figure that out. Right. In, indeed. And having people like you, you know, accountability partners or people who just tap in be like, how are you doing? Checking in on you is definitely beneficial. So find y'all some, you know, people that are in your corner, helping you, cheering you on, being your champion. Um, and don't worry about those who ain't, you know, saying anything. Just but girl, let me tell you, it's okay <laughs> to cut people off. Let's yes. just say that. It is okay. Yes. If you if you're in a stage of your life where you know elevation and positivity and accountability is something that's super important for you and you are surrounding yourself around people, first you need to make a list, okay? Let me tell you, that's what I did. I made a list of people that I was associating myself with. And I said to myself, how can, are, are any of these people on this list a positive influence for me? If they weren't, they gotta go. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Anyone on this list can help me elevate my my business. Like, is there a collaboration or just accountability? Just something. It doesn't always have to be a give, give or money, money. Like, true. If you're truly doing what you love, then yeah. you are here yeah. to serve. Yep. No matter what, the abundance is gonna come regardless. But it's about that community with each other and how you can help each other get to that point. If you can't do that, you got to go because we're going higher. We're not going backwards. And I feel like that's just energy that keeps me stagnant and makes me second guess and question myself. And I spent too much time building myself up to build myself back down. So you got to go. Yeah. 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 Got to let them go. And you ain't even got to say nothing. You just just keep doing you and don't <laughs> fall off eventually because I'm like they'll end up weeding them themselves out of your life because they'll be like well you know okay and so you just keep doing what you gotta do focus yeah. on you what you're doing and it's not to say that you know just you know you're mean or you know that you don't need them or you don't love them because yeah even family members like there's certain people I just don't have more than just like that holiday conversation with right um right you know because i'm like it's not helping me move in the direction that i'm going um but those family members that i have some amazing family members that have been you know my accountability partners and um we're yeah it's it's good when you have them so keep those that you know are in your corner right um, yes oh so uh, <clears throat> tell the people how they can find you. All right. So you can find me on my Instagram. If you want more insight on my personal life and journey, that is mindset underscore wellness underscore coach. You get to see a little bit about what I'm doing, my family, just get to know me, right? Just be personal. Um, all of my other additional links you can find on my link tree at change mindset wellness. And if you are looking to jumpstart a wellness journey, if you're ready to improve your nutritional intake, I'm having my beta test and offering it to a lot of people. And it is going to be changemindsetwellness.dietid.com. Just do a quick assessment so I can get an overview of what you're currently eating. Send me your results. We'll jump on a free consultation. I'll walk you through it, give you some recommendations offer the rest of my packages for you and let's start this kick let's kick start this journey together. I love doing the challenges with my warriors so you don't have to do it alone and you can also find me on the West 10th app at Change Mindset Wellness. Awesome, awesome. And then I'll put all those links in the description and then on the website as well so that they can access that easy or easily. Um all right. Any last profound thoughts? So real quick. So I've been doing this word of the day. Dictionary sends me a word of the day. And I just started kind of like taking that word and then making TikTok videos for it. And I've done two, so I got to do mine today. But the first word was pense, no, pense, which is P-E-N-S-E-E. -E, and it is French word for thought or reflection. So do you have any pensées that you would like to share to the audience? Yes, a good one would be, and let me know if I'm on the right direction, but this is just what's coming to thought. <laughs> I want you to spend some time looking at yourself in the mirror mm. and really see who you are. 
really see your soul, see where you have come from, see your growth, see your pain, see your sorrow, but also see the improvements and the changes that you've making in your life and give yourself some grace. It takes time. It's not going to be an easy journey, but allow yourself that to reflect on the memories that you have that are creating the change within you to become a better person. Mm. I personally did this myself the other day. An old photo came up from Time Hop from six years ago. And instead of looking at it and seeing, oh, it's just a photo, I remembered the thought I had that day, the emotion, who I was talking to, why I felt sad. And then I was able to be thankful that I'm no longer in that spot. So take some time and look at yourself in the mirror and do the exact same thing. Yes, I love that. So photography, okay, I can go on and on, um, <laughs> but I will not. Um, yeah, I, I made this post some years ago about photo memories, like using a photo to kind of like process pain and trauma. And uh, yeah, and so I actually experienced, I had to like really do that in February when I lost my little cousin who was like my little brother um, to murder that I'm just like oh so sorry it was horrible and so I was I was charged to create the obituary and put things together and I had Mm -hmm. to look at the photos and I like just I it, it just all these memories came and it just it was beautiful to remember and reflect you know on the the loop but anyways okay yeah. Yeah. so photos those memories like I love taking photos and capturing moments and I feel like that's a, y'all need to take photos not even just for yourselves but for your kids kids like they need to remember or see what was happening like having mm-hmm. creating that legacy um and so yeah but thank you so much for joining this is awesome yeah this was fun thank, thank you so much, much. All right.